Hey, welcome back to Viva Yagu, the a KBO podcast, uh, where we're trying to learn really about this league as everything goes on. Um, we, I, I mean, I guess that everything baseball related right now, we severely underestimated how this um, <laughs> holiday weekend would affect our ability to record. So here we are at least two days late, but Two days late is better than not having any shows like we had to for for a few months there. Uh, how you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. I mean, I think we're still on track. I mean, just what yesterday's games and then uh, last week was a pretty good week, man. For everything, mm-hmm. because like at least for the play of the month, I like, we get to see the play of the month for uh for June. That's what I was looking yeah. at too. I was like, oh wow, was, like there's like two that really um stand out. That I was like, oh. Okay, um, Como Park from the yeah from the no actually Como Park from the Bears and uh Malvin Rojas Jr. Oh okay yeah I don't like they were actually those. yeah. So I saw around, a um yeah I saw a, a like a I don't know, it was not a mixtape but like a highlight reel of uh of Dixon Machado from Sports Info Solutions. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that kid is insane. <laughs> Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't had a chance to see see him lately in the the past two weeks, but um, yeah, dude, it's it's starting to shape up. Like I was just looking at the the standings right now, and like you know what, KT has a chance to get that fifth spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're all really uh, LG, Kia, and um, the Lions are all really vying for it. Uh, they're only separated by like a game and a half. The, yeah, a game the or two. And the Dinos have kind of separated themselves. The Dinos even further than that. But um, nobody's other than like nobody from the bottom league. I don't think from the bottom part of the league is going to catch up. The Wiz has tried their damnedest, but I don't think they're going to make <laughs> it for sure. Uh, but that's all far away from now, so we don't really need to get into to playoff seating just yet. Anyway, uh, we're only yeah fifty some games in the 50, season. Yeah, fifty four games. Okay. Yes, I think some teams have played fifty-five, at least from the just the quick math I'm doing here. Um, yeah. So we'll start up with some follow-up. I uh, like you're saying since we had uh, like a good week last week. I don't know if it's just that I was paying attention more because um, I finally <laughs> made time to and forced myself to. But apologies to the ESPN broadcast because I don't know if they really stepped it up or if I was just judging them off of too small a sample size the week before, because we were just going off the weekend games. Yeah. Um, but this week's broadcasts were really great. I, I really loved like that Tuesday game where they had Tiffany Park going through Seoul. And um, I mean, I will say she was freaking yeah, me out dude. eating in all those indoor places with no mask on, but the other like <laughs> places and locations that she was taking us through were really cool and really insightful. Um, yeah. I really appreciated that. It was with Ravage and, uh, Perez, which are obviously yeah. the, the, the best duo the top guys. Of the bunch so far. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. And I gotta, gotta apologize for, for shitting on them as much as I did again last <laughs> week. Well, yeah, for, uh, for broadcasters, man, I'd say like they're, probably the broadcasters of the month <laughs> yeah yeah for but sure. uh yeah i i heard that 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 one particularly on uh mlb radio oh, okay. um i was like oh snap they're following uh tiffany um i think she goes by tiffany park mm-hmm. um i actually fo- started following her on on twitter and uh dude she's actually really good like a really good uh broadcaster yeah, um yeah and her English isn't that bad. So I'm like, yo, this is cool. It's like, hopefully they can start her and 
to talk about some more sports and stuff like that. I don't know if you saw her um, background when they were talking, or if you caught like in the beginning when she's talking about that, but she was saying she went to school here for a while. Um, and English is almost a second language over there. So a lot of people will speak yeah. it. Um, yeah, which helps us out a lot for sure, because <laughs> we have these super knowledgeable people that can also understand, speak yeah. our language. Um, yeah, just to kind of get into a few observations from the week and kind of even going back to, I've noticed that they keep on comparing uh, Fernandez to Cano. And maybe my eye just isn't trained enough to see it, but like Cano has the sweetest stance in all of uh, in the majors, I, I still think. Um, and when they show him side by side, like they show Fernandez falling uh-huh. over. I don't, I, I really don't <laughs> see how they have the same swing at all. Uh, I mean, I Fernandez think, is great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but he he doesn't have that like beautiful Griffey esque swing that that Cano has. Wait, 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 wait. How how are we getting into Griffey, man? Griffey just has a great swing, man. Yeah, Cano has that swing. You need to watch more Cano if you haven't. I mean, I didn't watch Cano, man, because I'm like, wait, what? I mean, uh, Griffey, I mean, like, I grew up growing up Griffey. Yeah, it's obviously not Griffey's, but it's the yeah. at least it's my favorite. It's the most yeah. aesthetically pleasing swing to me in the in the major leagues currently. So that's why, like, when we see Fernandez falling over, and like, it's cool <laughs> that he he's swinging out of his shoes, but yeah. he's not, he's not on that same level. And I, again, it's, it's more, it's probably my untrained eye because it's obviously Eduardo Perez who knows yeah. infinitely more about baseball than I ever will. So I like take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, but the, even those <laughs> side by sides that they put on the screen, like they've done it multiple times now, whenever they're showing the bears and I it just, it doesn't make sense to me. And I, I want someone to make it make more sense to me. And I think it's probably because uh, he he gets on he really does get on base a lot more. Like his power is good, but I think that's what they're kind of talking about is that his swing it's probably not the prettiest, but he uses it to get on base a lot more because he still has the highest one, right? Yeah, his there's swing. still no, not anymore actually. Um, they're specifically talking about his swing, but yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, again, I my untrained eye I, I doesn't see it, but yeah. we'll we'll see, I guess. I didn't watch it a little bit more because um, I really haven't seen that. I've just been concentrating on like, hey, you know what, just get him on base. But I have really never really seen him like swing, swing. Um, But yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to look at that. I'm going to look at, at Griffey, uh, Cano, and Fernandez, man. Fernandez, see what's yeah. I'm going yeah, what, uh, to what's see three really great, great swings, even though they're, it's going to be like – prettiest prettier uh not not as as nice as the rest of them but still all effective <laughs> yeah updates from around the league that we we were hope they were hopeful that they'd have fans by next by last friday uh it didn't turn out to be the case then they were saying maybe by tuesday um yeah. now we were talking about it while we were before we got started here it seems like they're not going to um to have fans at least for this foreseeable future because korea is going through another spike and they're a responsible yeah. country who is not going to subject their um people their and their uh, their athletes to further risk when they need when they don't need to yeah um one thing that i so they were outlining like the same stuff that we talked about like no cheering and all that stuff one thing that they didn't mention in those and i wonder if it's just implied is they weren't talking about doing wellness checks as the fans entered like it's no seemed- and i think they were going to do the whole that credit card thing 
Yeah. So like everything has to be purchased by the credit card. I mean, that works for, um, for contact tracing, yeah. but what if somebody purchases a card and knowing that they have it, they just want to go to a yeah. baseball game and they show up with a high temperature. Are you really not checking their temperatures? I, yeah, again, I assume that it's implied that they're going to be doing that, but it wasn't yeah. specifically outlined. Either way, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw that and mm-hmm. like uh, sitting like every other chair and but like yeah they used like mm-hmm. right like they did show like oh we're gonna be checking temperature to every gate um yeah. and if you're over a hundred you gotta <laughs> yeah you have to go through that for your work so you know like how yeah that, obviously but yeah. like you would think it'd be mentioned um but it's not a bridge that we'll have to cross at least to this point anyway you have some more information yeah. about about fans return if you want to go over that yeah they went so it's level one. Yeah, they have level one and then level two. Um, and I think right now they were in, uh, I think they went to level two. So they hit 50 cases more and it was like more in Seoul. And uh, yeah, just in Seoul where the, actually where the Bears play and the the Lions, I believe. So uh, yeah, so they hit 50 cases if it's, more than 50 they kind of have to like just stay the same if it's mm-hmm. less fewer they can kind of manage manageable with it by with the medical system but yeah. um right now it's probably gonna be like another two weeks till they can get fans in there because i know they want to go by the 10th or 12th like everything like baseball their football league um what else like well, all maybe- their yeah, and yeah all sports that are going on right now. It's just smarter the way that they're dealing with it. And that, that's two days from now, so we'll see. Yeah. I honestly, if anything, I'd say that they're they're probably going to push it off at least another week. I don't think we'll see anybody uh, sooner than next Tuesday. Um, yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they if we'll they see. deem it worthy. But again, they're being responsible and not forcing anybody to or not forcing their hand when they don't need to. Yeah. To where they can still be playing, but they want to they want to protect the fans as well. Yeah, so I I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully we can see something. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean you can sure. still hear it. So like yeah, when I'm like driving on the way home and I'm listening to like the game on on the radio, you could just like hear like the the cheer, the cheerleaders, and the and the music in the background. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. So you can still hear them do the cheers and and everything like that i'm like this is cool you like you can still kind of get the the sense of yeah. korean baseball but i mean you, we all know it's not the same <laughs> yeah yeah i can't wait until you can see like at least not even with this like 30 percent, 40 percent, whatever they're gonna do i want to see we're probably gonna have to wait until, next year until, we, get, until we get the full experience yeah. but it, it's gonna be worth it especially like now we can get this kind of dipping our toes in the in the uh the league for now the get league. get a familiar with it and then go from there oh yeah yeah other than that we got i got my vpn working i gotta send you that that information or, or the apps that oh, yeah. using anyways because we we can finally see other broadcasts now i got to the the one that forced my hand and i i wasn't gonna miss it was that um aaron brooks and, and mike wright yeah i saw that man i was like oh man and i was trying to yeah. look for Aaron brooks man because i was like i wanted to see him pitch but i couldn't find mm-hmm. anything up on there so yeah, uh, there was, I, there was yeah. no way that I was going to like, th- cause I saw the ESPN. I wish ESPN was more fluid in what they had. And I know that they were probably trying to play. I think they played what the tigers and the bears. I want to say. 
Yeah, like this past Saturday week morning? they did. Yeah, they did uh, quite a bit of different ones. So it was like the Bears and the and the Tigers Saturday morning. Um, throughout the week, Sunday it was just morning. different ones. Yeah, yeah it was Sunday like different morning, ones. Specifically, I think it was the Bears and the Tigers, and I, that's what I was saying. I think I wish that they could be more fluid and say like, "Oh no, this is the pitching matchup we want to have," because Aaron Brooks versus Mike Wright is the pitching matchup that you want to have, and it lived up to its expectations for sure. Nice. Nobody let up. Nobody gave up a hit until the fifth inning. Um, I think Mike Wright gave up one hit in the fifth inning, and then Aaron Brooks didn't give one up until the sixth. I want to say between the two of them, I think only Mike Wright gave up a run, and that was like in the sixth or the seventh. Um, it was a pitcher's duel all the way down until the last until the last yeah. inning or two, and that was when um, things got a little bit hectic, which we'll get into. But yeah, I just wish ESPN could could kind of call audibles that way and give us the the better pitching matchups. But I got to so I finally got to see an Aaron Brooks start like a full one, and that kid just like I was talking about last <laughs> week was insane, man. His it's slider is, is ridiculous. Um, Sports Info Solutions actually has has been tweeting out a couple of different things, and it's, this wasn't on the spreadsheet because, like everybody else, over the holiday weekend they they took Friday off, rightfully so. So we didn't get their spreadsheet until today, which didn't get didn't really give us a, much of a chance to take a look at it. And I, I need to forward it over to you. Um, shout out to them for still having, like giving us that. We are a bunch of schmoes who don't right. don't like <laughs> need it, but I'm glad that they're that they're still keeping us in mind. Um, however, on their Twitter account, they're giving us. Um, some some really great stats More. that aren't even on, on that in that spreadsheet and i think we could pay if we want to get the other one but we are not going to do that just yet uh, <laughs> anyway. not <yet>. we're good <laughs> yeah the reason i bring that up is because the stat that i'm looking at right in front of me is they have missed swings versus a, a slider and actually aaron brooks surprisingly is third on this list you can you think of the other yeah. two pitchers ahead of him shit um foreign one of them's foreign. One of them is uh, a natural born. Uh, Corey. Okay. One of them's pretty obvious because he's the best pitcher in the league. I want to say I want to say he's from the Dinos. Yeah. 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 Ku Cheng Mo um, is the. Ku Cheng Mo. That's the, what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's yeah, the pitcher. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. He's actually number one, so he's got a 42% um, miss swing against this slider. Behind him is Casey Kelly, surprisingly enough. I, I didn't. I need to go follow oh, up wow. more after seeing that list because I didn't think Casey Kelly – I know he got off to a little bit of a slow start. I didn't think that he was getting back into it, but maybe he is. Um, yeah, I didn't think about yeah. that either, dude. I was like, I know for sure it would have been – Um, like I, I probably butched his name when I first said it, but uh, yeah. Um, that, Mo, yeah. That. Yeah, or I mean, Mo, yeah. or Co for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, the other person that I was thinking you might have guessed is that dude with that 100 mile an hour, or uh, not 100 mile an hour, um, that this, uh, the sinker baller with that slider that just rose on you. Yeah, he just murdered that guy. <laughs> like made a fall like... over himself and looked silly. Um, uh, what was that guy's name? Let me see if I have it. In Yo, if I had a slider like that when I was playing, dude, I would have been. I would have went to the KBO a long time ago. Yeah, uh, Park Jung Hung was the one that that did that. And yeah, pitcher, um, <laughs> pitching ninja has gifts of this dude just falling all over himself with this slider that went from the middle of the strike zone right up almost into his face as he was as he was trying to swing at it. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my goodness, that's just crazy. 
Yeah, let me see here. See if I have a leaderboard right in front of me. Yeah, at least as far as ERA, Casey Kelly isn't up there. But I don't know if he's just not qualified on here. But, yeah, I need to look further into him because if he's got that good a slider, uh, or at least that good a sw- uh, miss swing percentage and isn't, um, isn't on here, something else has to be going on for sure. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to get into is something that they talked about on the – I had I had multiple screens going on Sunday. I had the Dinos, um, I had the Heroes, and I had the ESPN broadcast going. And I caught the ESPN broadcast a little bit later because I wanted I was more trying to get everything set up for for my VPN. Um, yeah, they were, they said they had Daniel Daniel came on and he was saying how getting into the late innings, it's just like throwing out all the score. It doesn't matter because it's a second game. And I was like, there's no, like, yeah, I, I understand these bullpens have been garbage, but there's no yeah. way. And then I went back and looked at it. I was like, nope, like I'm an idiot. Obviously, obviously I just need to shut up and listen to the experts because Daniel King was great. And there, there was multiple examples that we had this week. So first off to start off the week, uh, or yeah, I think it was to start off the week. I don't, on, on yeah. Wednesday. Um, I wanted to bring this up because I'm not sure if you saw it, but um, what was his what's his name? I have it in the in the box score here. Park Sang Wong from the the Eagles, and you had messaged me about this too. Poor Eagles, man! They were leading the Tigers going into the the bottom of the ninth. I want to say, yeah, dude, that that, three, that was like two times last week, bro. Two times, three one like, they were leading them, and they just cannot get a break. And I mean, they got they got one last night. They got a walk off yeah. hit, but they cannot get a break for the life of them, for the most part. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw the win last night. Well, I didn't see yeah. the win, but I saw like that they got a win. I was like, all right, cool. The, the, but yeah, yeah, it was the, first... the walk off, yeah. which is actually pretty. Like it was, it was pretty cool because it's a dude who doesn't really hit home runs. He just nailed this meatball. Um, but the park. So park. I again, I don't know if you, did you get a chance to see that game on Wednesday? I saw it a little bit, man. I was just kind of in and out, but yeah, I was like, oh snap! So I don't think I got a chance to see like the walk off part. Okay. Because I was like, so oh, hey, cool, the, they're winning. <laughs> yeah. No, the interesting part to me no, was, um, did you see in spring training when Trevor Bauer was trying to clown on the Astros and saying that he was going to, um, for one of his spring, not going to, for one of his spring training starts, he was telling the batter what he was throwing, whether it was going to be off speed or, or uh, fastball? No. Yeah, so there was, was, the there was a game. Yeah, there was a game in spring training before everything got shut down where he was like, he was flipping his glove over if it was going to be a fastball or if it was off speed, and, or, and then vice versa on the other one. Like, just signaling to the batter, here's what's coming, yeah. try and hit it, basically. Which is something that I've been saying about Trevor Bauer for a couple of years is he's going to, like, with his pitch design and the way that, that stuff is going, these guys are going to be able. That's why the Astros thing wasn't that big a deal to me because these guys are going to be able to call out, here's my yeah. pitch try and hit it and yeah obviously if you know that it's a fact like you'll have that advantage but with the movement that these guys are getting it's going to be insane anyway the reason i bring it up is because park seemed to be telegraphing his pitches i the ones that i saw so what he was doing was on his shoulder he was putting like a like the way that the catcher would put like a one or a two or yeah three okay i saw that yeah okay it was like that and yeah okay yeah i saw that part i was yeah, like so what's this guy doing I'm glad, I'm glad you saw it right like yeah, <laughs> what I was trying to do was make sure that, like, when he was putting a one down, it was a fastball. And all the ones that yeah. I saw were all the ones where he would put two or three down, it, it was an off speed pitch. So I wanted, like, what you're 
bullpen pitcher. <laughs> and it seems, are you trying to blow this game? And if that's the case, that explains a lot about the Eagles. If they're, if they're trying to try to like, the White right, Sox. Yeah, yeah if they're trying to blow these games like the White Sox, like, I okay, understand four. that. But yeah, I don't know. And I don't I don't remember who was throwing who was throwing the sign up first, whether it was him or the catcher, but it seemed to me that's what was going on. And yeah, obviously you're yeah. going to give up a blown save and be one of the worst pitchers in the league if that's the case. I, I'm glad that you saw that then. So that yeah. I, don't, I don't feel dumb about it. Cause like knowing I was like I would like see like I think I saw the catcher put it up and then he would like repeat like, Hey, like, is it two? And then I was like, what's going on? Like, why are you just showing the, the number? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, this is yeah, crazy, I man. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now, and it looks like he has a 4880 RA, 1.63 whip. Um, in 24 <laughs> innings, he's given up 17 runs. So, yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> try not to do that, dude. Uh, yeah, that was, yeah, that's I, kind of crazy. I was like, what? He's okay. walked yeah. 13 people. I mean, maybe maybe it's just a matter of getting him going because he's walked 13 people in 24 innings. So, and then nah, I don't think he's very good yeah. And I don't think he's a regular closer because that first time I, I told you about the the first time when the closer foul. Oh yeah, um, I, I saw that highlight yeah. finally. I didn't get to see it until that game, yeah. but I was like, oh damn, no yeah. way he's out. And so. Yeah. He's out for a while because they went back and they showed him in the dugout, and he's just looking at it like, "Fuck." Yeah, <laughs> and they were he's like that. Too. Yeah, all the other like coaches, and actually they just showed something on a, I think on the news on the on my KBO dot net um about one of the inter managers, uh-huh. um that uh the club shoulders blame on the dimensional season. I didn't get a chance to read it, but I was like, oh, okay. Um, it it kind of explains a little bit more on that. Um, yeah, the, I mean, they're just yeah. having a rough go of it for sure. Like They are, they are. They, they, and I don't know if they have a closer in, in the Futures League, because, I mean, that would really help them out if they had one, but I guess they don't. <laughs> yeah, they they just don't seem to be catching any sort of break right now. I mean, I think when... uh. When uh, when the, the the pitcher from LA goes back, man, he's not gonna go back to the Eagles team no more, man. It's gonna be a different team. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna want to be playing for the Eagles anytime soon. Um, yeah, and so then the other game that I wanted to bring up, at least in terms of like the bullpen thing, and, and the well, one that told me I made me realize I should just shut up and and watch and listen to these experts was uh saturday's game the aaron brooks versus mike wright showdown and man this game uh i'm pulling up the box score now so yeah it was two to one going into the ninth inning aaron brooks had had the lead and in the ninth inning is when i shut it off um i believe in their someone from the tigers um it was no, there wasn't a home run. I guess it was, it was just a bunch of uh, singles that, that got through, and so they scored four runs. They scored four runs in the ninth. It was six to one going into the bottom of the ninth, and the Dinos came back. I woke up to that box score, and I was like, "Are you serious? 
I, I turned it off like in the ninth when they, I think when they scored their fourth run, I was like, all right, this game's over. Like, I don't really, uh, like, you bet. I, it, it would be nice if they could come back and I could watch this, but I'm not going to stay up until six in the morning on a Sunday when I got a, a six year old that's going to wake up in, in two hours and, and be jumping all over me. But yeah, those guys just completely unraveled. And uh, uh, one of their pitchers, John Sung Hung, uh, gave up three runs in a third of an inning. And then the next dude came in and in the next two thirds of an and didn't get through the inning, I don't think. Um, got, uh, this was Moon Kung, Moon Kung Chang. And yeah, we're butchering these names. I apologize, guys. We're, we're, <laughs> we're trying, I promise. Uh, also gave up three runs, which was the end of the the game. Yeah, it was just. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had stayed awake to see it, but it goes back to show that Daniel Kim was completely right. And going into these, once you get into these bullpens, it, it's a completely yeah. new game. And it's interesting it's like, because contrasting it with the MLB game, where like that was the case, and you always heard, oh, once we get into the bullpen, once we get into the bullpen. But starting probably yeah. three or four years ago, maybe maybe even going back to five or six, you didn't want it. You don't want to get into the bullpens anymore because you have guy after guy after guy who's throwing 98 throwing 99 with these 88 yeah, still pretty fighters. fresh and yeah yeah uh that are just like ridiculous and they're going all out full max effort so it's not like they're trying to to stay in the game um and that like that's where the both the especially with and with stuff like the openers and stuff like that like this league is going to more of a bullpen game mm-hmm. locally to not see that in Korea or to see Korea, like when we, it goes back to our first episode where we were talking about yeah. it's like a throwback league um, where, yeah, let's get into the bullpen and then just feast on those pitchers. Cause they, whether it's conditioning and the way that the, the whole season went down um, or they're just not up to snub. Like I, I wonder when they're going to start to get some of the short, yeah. Cause it looks like, yeah, it looks like they're barely starting to catch on Wayne and they're starting to warm up. Um, cause they did have a short, uh, spring training. Um, and it's like, uh, here in the States, how they're doing a short spring training. But I think that's what happened with them is they had a short one. And in that first, what, two months, they're starting to get a, or the what month they're starting to get yeah, back into yeah, it. I so, so I think, yeah, I think now that they're starting to get back into it. So we're going to start seeing the bullpen perform a little bit better, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. see. That's that's where, yeah, I, I just don't know. Like, I, and I want to know, I want to see how this season, if it happens, which I am more optimistic than last week, especially with all their crappy testing, they couldn't foresee any sort of mailing issues with their testing MLB over the holiday weekend. Yeah. Um, we, if we do get into an MLB season, I want to see if it is like a, Bull, just a bullpen league basically um and how they're like i know that some of the teams there like um forced i believe from the uh the gm i think he's from the a's is talking yeah. about how he was he's he's been watching like um the injuries a lot and so that'll be interesting to see if they can manage that and, and see if they're learning anything from kbo if we do ultimately get into to having an mlb season yeah. this year it's gonna be fun for the DH level, though, man. Cause oh yeah, I'm so glad that the, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm 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 not one of these NL purists who loves the DH. I long live the or who doesn't love the DH. Uh, long live the DH, and I hope that we never see a return of I, pitchers. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I'll be I'll be happy with Arizona, man. Cause I'm like, 
this <laughs> this this is a team that I'm like, yo, this is gonna be a good lineup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, both um, Marte. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, even like even uh, people they, they're the ones who have Madison Bumgarner and he's always the one that they throw out. Yeah, said, oh, he can hit, like, but I'm no, gonna be a like, DH. He can hit for a pitcher, he can't hit. And it's sadistic yeah. to try and force pitchers to have to do hitting on top of all that stuff. I think we've gotten into this before, so we won't yeah. really uh, harp on it too much. But yeah, I, that's one. That is one thing in all of this where I I am happy that 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 is going to be gone. And so I'm actually excited to see um, Brandon Barnes, man. I think he might show up sooner than Anton Russell. Okay. Because I think yeah, he got there. I think he got in. Yeah. Now. He's just getting there. Yeah. I think he said to report to South Korea on Wednesday. I think okay. this Wednesday. Um, but I think uh, Brandon Barnes is already a weekend in his quarantine. Sweet. Um, so I'm actually excited to see him for the Hanwha Eagles. So we'll see. We'll see how he does. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if he can do anything for them for sure. Right, yeah. He, would, man, he was expected to be on the broadcast, uh, this morning's broadcast. I didn't get a chance to stay up and – or I – I was watching I a little like bit first, of it, yeah. The first hour of that yeah. game, I didn't get a chance to see his interview. Maybe I'll I'll catch yeah. up on it like today or tomorrow. Did you too, or because I think he was on the weekend too? I don't. He, I don't know if he, I didn't see him on the weekend broadcast, but I, again, I didn't watch the Saturday okay. game. I didn't watch half of the Sunday game, but I know that he was yeah. there this morning. At least you know how okay. they always show like in the first or second yeah. game their 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 guests. Their their um, lineup. He, yeah, he was on the list in there, and I just didn't get nice. to the to the timestamp where he was at. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, a couple different things that I other things that I wanted to hit on. If you didn't hear it, uh, Mel Rojas Jr. was on Sports Info Solutions podcast. So another plug for them. The uh, he was I think it was two episodes ago. He was talking to Mark Simon. Um, that dude is just really like he's really cool. He talks about he talks in there about like how he didn't really want to go. Um, but he was playing in Gwinnett and they didn't see him yeah. as good a play. And it goes back to like the Roberto Ramos story too, is they didn't see him. They don't see them as, val- as, as valuable as, as they see value, themselves. Yeah. yeah so they, so they just themselves and <laughs> end up and end up going. Um, and now he was saying like, he loves it there. He, he wouldn't want to go. I don't know if you, I don't know if he went quite as far as saying this, he wouldn't want to go back, but like that he's glad that he, that he took the leap yeah. um, and, and that they're there. He talks. He talks a little bit about like his um, his approach to hitting and how the the fork ball there is really or the splitter there is what he really like um, tries to yeah. tries to avoid in this league because it's different oh. than at least what's different from here from him his approach there to MLB. It's a really cool um, podcast. It's only like oh, maybe wow. I want to say half an hour. So go go to, if you don't follow the pod their podcast, which admittedly I didn't before this one. Um, if nothing else, at least go listen to that episode. It's, it's really informative for sure. Oh, nice. And he, he is um, the league's leader in hard hit rate, I believe, if if that's still true. Oh, um, yeah, dude. That and yeah. home runs too, man. I'm like, I think he's at 19. Yeah, him and Fernandez are definitely up there um, with the with at least in terms of being like the in the conversation for the best hitter. But uh, yeah. in terms of like the advanced stats with the the hard hit rate, he I think he's above Fernandez by by a sizable margin. Um, which brings us to our four hundred watch. Uh, we have three players that are still hitting above three seventy. Fernandez is just there; he's at three seventy. 
Um, Mal Rojas is at 374, and uh, Kim Sun Bin, who from the Tigers, who actually took a pretty nasty spill. I don't know if you saw that um, on Sunday morning in the Aaron Brooks game. That was where I caught up was that yeah. fall. And he's at 378, so that'll stay up for a little bit. So hopefully he'll still he'll be able to come back sooner. Um, but he has a lot less at bats than the other two, so that that average is probably going to come down a little bit. Nice. Below them, uh, still in the 360s, though so still within striking distance, is Kang Jinsung from the Dinos and Lee Jung Ho from the the Heroes. And he's actually who I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I told you I had an interesting player comp uh yeah they had they had his agent on i think it was on the wednesday or thursday game um and she was a super interesting interview too because she like she's the first ever agent that can go that is representing people in mlb and in kbo Um, oh wow yeah she's she was super interesting and really insightful so if you if you can go back and just see like interviews i'm not sure if they post just those on on espn and i don't even yeah i think they have i think they have them on tiktok like you can go like to face and you can go on tiktok cool um but yeah this is the lee's lee's agent yeah uh lee's agent and so that that was really like she was talking about him being like her favorite player right now and so i didn't really know about him too much before because i've been mostly focusing on the dinos um but this kid is 21 and lighting up the league i saw when like i was going through his play like his stats page just because she was talking about him i was like wait his birthday is 98 Holy crap! This kid is twenty-one, <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, did he also have like a slow transition?" No, man. This dude. So uh, he started in two thousand seventeen, which, if you're keeping up, is his age what eighteen year, I believe, um, age nineteen. Played one hundred and forty-four yeah, games in that season and hit three twenty-four um, with a three ninety-four OBP. Oh, Next season, came back, hit three three fifty-five with a four fourteen four twelve OBP. Um, in a short, more shortened season, he only played in 109 games in that one, but came back last year in his age 20 season, hit 336 with a 386 OBP. Um, all while his run, so his runs created plus leading all the way into this year, like his current one is 112, 126, 134, and 166, which those 126 and 134 are above, like above average, bordering on great. And if he can keep this 166, this that he's working on this year is a phenomenal, like a, a yeah, just a, a great all around uh, talent yeah. here. And the reason that like, so I started trying to look at, because he was so young is where I started trying to look at like comps for him and, and MLB and just, just trying to compare the, the two. Cause this is MLB is my frame of reference here. Yeah. And I don't like, I know that we've tried not to, to, and we've criticized yeah. <laughs> MLB when we or uh, ESPN when they try to compare the two, but I just think that this this comp is a good illustration of the differences in the league. Um, so surprisingly enough, Ronald Acuna Jr. and him they are different player profiles but equally valuable. So I, w- I went back to Ronald Acuña Jr.'s um, age 20 season and that was with the Braves and it was from um, A+, AA, and AAA. He had okay. a, a, across all those, he had an average runs created plus of 103 and his, his Wobo was 395 um, to compared to Lee's Wobo um, was 391 and 
obviously these le- these leagues are different, but since it's the minors, it's a little more comparable to what he's do like to what they're doing right now. Uh, when you're looking at where they actually provided their value, that's where like it's all completely different. So he, um, when their their strikeout to walk ratio, they Acuna walked about six point nine percent of the time and struck out twenty four percent of the time, where Lee was eight point one percent of the time and struck out only eleven percent of the time. Um, so that's really where you see their their differences in their value. So he could be a a good. Uh a cheap a cheap buy for a guy like hey you want a, a kuna type of player I mean, before- they're just different players completely yeah. but they add, like the they just add the same amount of value so then yeah. like look then i went even further and looked at their age 20 seasons uh they were age 19 before i'm then because i'm just going based off of yeah. like full that i could find looking at their age 20 seasons where acuna is in triple a and mostly in the majors so obviously yeah. it's a high much higher yeah. level and what he's doing is, is much different, but you can only compare him to the league that he's in. Where yeah. uh, So his slash line there, their comparable slash lines there were, uh, let's see, I'm looking at the 296. This is Acuna's. Uh, batted 296, 355 OBP, and 480 slugging percentage compared to Lee's um, 336, 386, and 456 slugging percentage. So definitely not hitting the ball as hard, but able to get on base a little more often to make up for it. And that's where we've seen, like, this is a contact-heavy league, so he doesn't sell out for power the way Acuna does, but he still is as valuable to his team. And it's just interesting. Yeah, to, It was interesting to me because they're both young players and an illustration of their leagues and where they come from. Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen him before, so I was like, oh, man, what? I was yeah. like, but he has, he looks like he's, he could be a pretty good guy, man. Shoot. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, he's going to be one of these guys that, that I'm sure we see, like, like there's, we're seeing now where they're talking about, yeah. like, hitting, uh, I forgot it was the name of the dude from the Tigers, but he, he had a home run on Sunday and they were saying that he's like 25th on the all time list. So Lee, I'm sure is going to be one of those guys, unless he comes here and sees if he can, if he can hang. Um, I, I'm curious yeah. to see if yeah. if he can or if he will. But according to that agent, she was saying that they have their rights for even longer than MLB has rights. Um, the interesting thing there is the their minor league system isn't anywhere near as deep, so that's why he was playing with the heroes starting in 2017 right away. Uh, but yeah, because like I've noticed, they call him up as like faster. Because yeah, there's been has, a lot of 18-year-olds this year, too. He has the potential to to be there for a long time, for sure. Uh, I mean, unless anything goes wrong or he completely falls off a cliff. But that that kid is definitely someone to watch, for sure. Yeah. He'll have a nice long career. And he'll he'll probably like, be one of these, like, um, Yuji Yang, Yang Yuji, where they might even switch teams at some point. But he'll, he'll be productive for there, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so he, like, if you're watching the heroes, definitely look out for that kid. He's their right fielder. Uh, Lee Jung Hoo is, is a is a name to to watch for sure. Lee Jung Hoo or Jung Hoo Lee. Yeah. Oh no! Well, well, you go by the last name first. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, that's the way that they they do it. So I want to to respect yeah. their the, what they do anyway. Um, yeah, that's like yeah, because like you know what last last week he wasn't on the the top of the the batting average, right? I think he was, to it. be honest. Let me see. I have the notes from last week's episode. 
because I remember seeing him, and that's how I always skipped him, man. But uh, no, he was he him and yeah. Malvin Rojas Jr. were just a little higher than um than set three seventy. So they they definitely got mentioned on there last week. Okay. Yeah, that just makes a little thing up. Um, and then we have a uh, Park Young Ho man that hit his three hundredth home run. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, that's awesome, man. I was like, just want to give congratulations to him, too, man. So um, that's kind of what I had down. Cool. Um, that's always a, a good uh, <laughs> accomplishment. Yeah, yeah and um, he, was, he was one who came over here for a season or two and I think um, didn't, really, didn't really hang. But, like, he, he didn't put up embarrassing numbers. So that, that's why I want to kind of see where, where Lee can go to or, or if he comes here. Um, definitely a, a name to to keep an eye out for. Oh yeah, for sure. We'll see how he goes after after this season. Um, mm-hmm. until maybe after next, man. Because I mean, who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll see well, how what his agent can do. He's played there for four years, so he has to be there at least another four, I believe. Uh, I think she said that they have their rights for eight years, as opposed to MLB where they have them for seven. Um, yeah, and that's but, usually good. Because, like, yeah, in years, mean, you can actually develop into, well, I don't know. I'm super uh, labor f- favorite, so I don't – I think they're, they're, they should just be able to auction off their, their talents, but that's not, not going to be the case anywhere, so I got to gotta get over that. Just, just like here, how they auction off uh, Roberto, <laughs> Roberto yeah. Ramos. At, yeah. And I mean, yeah, like, especially with these minor <laughs> leaguers now. Like, what are, yeah. what are they going to – be able to do now that they're not going to have a season uh and you're seeing people who feel forced to like brock holt was saying that he his wife is pregnant but he can't sit home he he only has a one-year contract and mookie was saying that he can't sit home either because he's hitting free agency he needs to prove that he can play which it just sucks that we're forcing people into this situation i again i feel still feel that they need to cancel the season and do right by their athletes but We'll yeah, because happens. I mean, we're putting we're putting their lives at risk, and a lot of them have like babies on the way, um, like Mike Trout, um, Bryce Harper. Yeah. Um, if anything happens to Mike Trout, I will rain hell on this league forever. <laughs> uh, I will start a petition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I will do more than that. I will promise you that much. Anyway, um, I. Yeah, I don't have much else other than that. I know we just kind of wanted to jump on here, and we're but we're already even at forty minutes, so we were definitely able to kind of draw. At least I, you allowed me to drone on with a lot of the numbers that I found, so I appreciate that. Nice. Um, yeah, and we so yeah, we can look, I guess, at the leaderboards going forward, like we usually do. The Dino, well, we talked about it earlier. Dinos are still on top, obviously. Um, they're five games above the rest of the league. Then it is the Heroes and the Bears, five and five and a half, respectively. Lions, Twins, and Tigers will will follow up the rear. Uh, Wiz, Giants, Wyverns, and Eagles. Did you see Daniel Kim's uh, power rankings, by the way? No, I didn't. So I I know I know he, he posted them like what Monday or something like that, or like yeah, on Monday. I uh, think he posted them on Monday or during the Tuesday game. Yeah, but he totally pulled a move that like I've done in all the discussions that I do too. So he has the Dinos, the the Heroes, and the Bears ranked at the top. Then he has like a separator where the Lions, Twins, and Tigers are all tied at six, uh-huh. as opposed to being like four, five, and six. 
Then he has the Wiz Giants and Wyverns. And at number 11 in a 10-team league, <laughs> he has the Eagles. I was like, oh, man, the shade. But he's not wrong. <laughs> I, he is it, man. I mean, we all know it's like, I mean, there were like, um, shoot, uh, 40 and 14. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dude, like, just, yeah, I'm like, even if Brandon Barnes can do something, man, um, yeah, I don't see them going I mean, unless, yeah, anywhere unless this he's year. Bonds, he's not going <laughs> to pull that team out of the cell. I mean, the, uh, the Wyverns are right below, are right above them, and they're not doing much, much hotter. They only have two yeah. more wins, so they're lucky to be able to mass be masked by the the Eagles' ineptitude. But yeah, yeah the Eagles are just not looking good, and don't seem like they they can go anywhere either. So uh, yeah, I so mean, like, maybe we should be yeah. talking more about the Wyverns though, because they were second last year, weren't they? They were man, and like, and they were like the top team because they made they made the playoffs too. So I was like, what's yeah. going on with like they just. 180 dude like everything just switches yeah. um i know for sure yeah they got rid of one of the pitchers that was injured um mm-hmm. so i don't know who they're looking at because uh like i was telling you in the green room that um they uh the scout can't really go scout because he can't come to the states so he has to relate everything off of uh computers videos and stuff like that and yeah, yeah, it's and still good, but it's just different. So yeah, for sure. Oh. I mean, he's not able to to do his job to the best of his abilities. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they, they can go after though. But there, there's a yeah, lot of I mean, guys that they can. Yeah, especially again, like we said, with the minor leagues not happening, there's a lot of people they can probably try and try and siphon out of there. But there was rumors of Matt Harvey coming at some point. Hopefully, those those yeah. get, those rumors come back to. Um, to to fruition and we see the dark knight return in in korea that would be SK. cool <laughs> that'd be cool man sk um sk with a with uh with matt harvey i did say yeah. that they wanted to talk to him um other than that uh i'll probably say hey you know what just josh Colmenter, man i haven't heard about <laughs> him in a long time man i'm like oh shoot you are the world's oh. biggest josh Colmenter fan i can i can really give you that <laughs> right I was like, yeah, I always liked him, man. I was like, ever since yeah. then, I was like, yo, this guy just pitches like straight over the top. There's one dude from the Twins that has that same kind of motion, and his, uh, there is, it was, I don't know if it's just like, um, I just am naturally yeah. taken to sliders, but he has a slider that when he throws it, it looks like he's spiking it, but it, it's still effective against people. I saw just a yeah. bunch of swings and misses against oh, him. Man. I don't know if he was the starter for the Twins this morning. But I know I saw a lot of highlights. Or I saw a clip of him just slider after slider this morning. Damn. So yeah, the ESPN schedule. Um, we have the K the KT and the Tigers will be playing later today uh, in a couple hours actually. Then we'll have the Twins and the Bears on Thursday. The our team, the Dinos and the Twins, will be on Friday. The Deuce and Bears and the Giants will be on Saturday, and the Dinos and Twins will return again on Sunday. So I don't have to use my VPN nice. for those days to watch our team. Um, <laughs> Just yeah. wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or stay awake. We'll see how, how that goes. <laughs> so, cool. so yeah, I mean, that's, that's cool. cool. I mean, we're on a three-game win streak, so 
Let's go. Kiwam's on a two-game losing streak, so hopefully that kind of keeps going. <laughs> yeah, Kiwam was but, getting yeah. closer, and then they just dropped the ball. Who were they playing yeah. last weekend? A team that they shouldn't have been losing to, that's for sure. Because um, I thought for sure that the Dinos were going to have a tougher schedule last weekend than they did. Yeah, I think, I think the, the Tigers and KT helped us out on that, that week. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the Wiz. That was who I was yeah, like, how, yeah. are the, how are the heroes losing to the Wiz? And there was definitely at least one walk-off that they lost. I, I think Sunday they ne- the Wiz was just able to hold on. They didn't drop They didn't drop the ball. And then on uh, Friday was the game where the, the Wiz walked off the, yeah. the heroes. That's, um, that's why I'm always like, I don't never want to turn off a Dino game, man, because they're always uh, <laughs> coming off with a walk-off. I think that yeah. the... the the best team right now that has like the most walk-offs so i'm like really? oh <laughs> yeah so uh um I mean, whatever they're, they're on just, don't, <laughs> don't turn yeah. it off they're, they're definitely a team who like they they don't beat themselves is the thing you have you yeah. have to beat them um there was another tweet that i just have right here just and we can sign off with this one just to throw as many numbers as i can out there <laughs> um, the KBO, the leaders for defensive run save, and this is again from Sports Info Solutions, they're uh, defensive run saved leaders. It's Dinos, Heroes, Giants, Wiz, Lions, Wyverns, Tigers, Twins, Bears, and obviously the Eagles. Um, the Dinos are 34 runs above average for, for defensive run save. So, uh, yeah, it's, they're not a team that you can really beat. Uh, I was seeing the um, Coe's... Uh, results his teams have turned 84 percent of his ground balls and bunts into outs um the average uh for the rest of the league is 70 70 percent so they're and their pitching staff is showing that they're they're being lifted up by their defense and and you're gonna have to beat this team they're not gonna they're not gonna do it for you this is this is goes back to kind of one of the the first things that we talked about is like it's not the most talented league it's kind of bad baseball in some cases but the yeah. dinos have been the most consistently good and if they can keep yeah, that they're, up, then they're gonna be tough to catch for sure they are they are we'll just have to see going forth um but yeah 54 games in uh we'll see so far tuesday's games have been good um we'll see what what happens today man uh in a little while <laughs> and the rest of the week um and the rest um, of the week so yeah, uh, I almost don't have a reason to watch this week, but I think I just came up with one. So watching the Korean broadcasts on my um, on na- on the neighbor app, uh-huh. they have war. There is a I don't know where it can, I didn't I wasn't able to see because they're the way that their leader their leaderboards are in Korean and their broadcast is in <laughs> Korean and I don't understand that. But I'd put a quick Google search into KBO War and found the website KBO Fancy Stats. And it has leaderboards uh, uh, either by team, by pitchy, by pitchers, by hitters um, of the war leaders. And so, yeah, if you are a sabermetrically inclined person, as I obviously am, um, this is more reason to not have to jump ship back to, to MLB if they, or if that doesn't get off going, um, more reason that you can start watching here. I'll just leave you with one last leaderboard for the war leaders. Uh, this is mixed between pitchers and hitters. 
Um, number one is Ko Changbo from the, the Dinos, their left-handed star. Um, right after him is Mal Rojas Jr. from the KT Wiz, which is surprising because the Wiz are terrible. Uh, Jose Miguel Fernandez is right behind him. Lee Jung Hu, our boy from this episode, is number four. And our other boy from last episode, or at least my, like all the guys that, that I like to talk about, are uh, are on this list. At, at number five, Aaron Brooks. Um, yeah, and so it it I'm excited now that I found this website that I can dive in more. And if you don't like stats, I'm sorry. The rest of this, a lot of this podcast, and you can probably just fast forward or, or skip ahead through my through my segments are gonna be a lot of this next week. Nice, that's awesome, man. Um. That's actually a cool, pretty cool site. Uh, that sounds cool because you can actually tell, like, oh, you know what? Keep up with some of the good players and, like, really, like, tell which ones are coming up, which ones are struggling. Um, especially if you do fantasy because I, I think they do fantasy up there. Yeah, they. I mean, they even they have. I believe DraftKings is so desperate yeah. for for um, content yeah. right now that they, that they have KBO picks. So. Yeah. If you're if you're into fantasy at all, and if that's what you listen to us for, and you're like for numbers anyways, that website will help you out. It's where I'm going to be pulling all my stuff from um, going forward, or at least a lot of my stuff from going forward, and, and definitely like looking. And this is where I will look for players to look into on here. Nice. Um, but that that's all I got. You got anything else? Um, who's pitching today? For for, for the ESPN game. Um, I closed that tab. I'm not sure. Let's see. Because I know we have, so for the Tigers, we have uh, Lee Ming Wu and uh, Despawn for KT. Uh, Callie's pitching today. Park Jin, Park Young Jin for the Bears. Um, Straley's pitching for the Giants. Um, and who was the, um, when the form pitches for the Eagles. Uh, so the ESPN game is the Wiz today, right? The Wiz. Okay, so it's yeah. Espana. Espana is pitching. Nice. Right. Yeah, so, so that's a good watch. That's one that I definitely want to watch for sure. Um, yeah, so the, the Tigers and the, and the Wiz. Yeah. Okay. And then the Dinos are Friday? Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure how their their rotation, rotation. stacks up. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to see one last thing here. Yeah, because the Tigers' um, starting rotation is really good. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Lee is another good, good pitcher to watch. So we might get treated to a pretty good pitchers duel at least until the bullpens come oh yeah it all up uh oh no i might be i'm wrong about that one yeah lee's lee's well, era yeah, is 470 yeah. and his and and his fit backs it up at, at uh four 4.52 so yeah uh despite is probably gonna I, yeah, yeah, I, I think but that whiz bullpen is always going to keep their opponents in the game so we'll have to you'll yeah. want to watch that one until the end for sure you might want to turn it on about five <laughs> about yeah four, yeah when everybody's yeah, or, depending on if you still have to wake up for work or anything around seven or eight is probably when that game will start getting interesting again <laughs> but yeah so i think um, we'll have it on lock until then um but we'll see about that one 
because uh, he's just killing it in this league, dude. Um, I'm yeah. actually happy for him. Uh, yeah, for sure. Just I've always running. liked watching him. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's but, he's been super good too. Um, I, we just haven't had a or there hasn't been a lot of discussion around him because he's on that that KT Wiz team and they just yeah. Uh, they're known for imploding like that. Other than the Eagles are just a tire fire. At least the Wiz, like they're they're good and they have some talent there, and then they just implode. I mean, Mal Rojas Jr. is yeah. the number two on the war leader, but um, out from that from that that team. Yeah, I think I think they they have a future for like next year, like for sure. Yeah, um, I don't know. What uh, what the Spania contract is? I don't know how how long he signed for, but shoot, um, it'll be good if he's still there. Yes, good to a lot of people next year. Uh, I think we can kind of make that a foregone conclusion, just given the way that everything's playing out now. So a lot of these foreign players, I think, are going to have to end up staying there longer than they might have wanted to. They probably thought, oh, yeah, I can come here for a year or two and then try and yeah. come right back. But I don't know if that's going to Yeah, because yeah, if, if the uh, league guy has to do eight years, I think they have to do at least maybe four for a foreign player. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the foreign players have different contracts, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not going to yeah. be able to do that that rebuild like the way that, that uh, Eric Thames did where he just yeah. went, proved how good he was, and then was able to come back. Yeah. That, um, with the way free agency is going – even the dudes like Nah or, or some of those other guys, I bet, are not going to get the deals that they want, and it's just going to be better for them to stay there. Yeah, that'd be good because then we can still see Nah <laughs> in Tucson. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, I keep like a, a Nah jersey, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're going to keep playing this well, keep them together for as long as they can, for sure. Oh yeah, dude, especially the catcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. that. That's my dude so far. I, I love watching him. Um, I feel like he's like a, a Yadimir Molina dude. He's like, don't say that. <laughs> I, I'm not the biggest Yadi fan. I'm not a Cardinals fan at all. Don't say that. Damn, bro. It's like, you know, you know, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, but okay. So we rambled on for another like 10, <laughs> 10 minutes or something. But that, that's all the information, at least I got in terms of schedule, in terms of everything that I looked up this weekend so or this week. So hopefully we'll be on time next week. We should be able to record Sunday, get our, our episode out on Monday on the off day. Um, I appreciate your patience. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I will say wear your mask, wash your hands, abolish the police, abolish ICE, and arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. Yep. And uh, justice for um, Vanessa Guillen. Yeah. And also justice for uh, Elijah, man. Yep. Uh, so. All right. See you. All right. See you. Boom, boom.